Welcome to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast, a production of the Syndicate Network. Boston Sports Syndicate. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place of your baby face. And now, here's your hosts, Michael and Bill Travers. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast. Michael, Bill Travers, bringing it to you. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. Tired, but good. Um, do you have any quick thoughts to lead us off? Real quick one. Another gripe, as usual. Uh, been off the last couple of days from work. From work? From work. Must so be nice. Been home, watching a little ESPN Sports Center in the morning, which I normally don't do. Mm-hmm. Drives me crazy. It has been Zion Williamson. Around the clock. I think they're going to change their name from ESPN to EZPN, the Everything Zion Programming Network. Well, they they always do this. They latch on to a basketball player. They did it with LeBron. I think he's going to be the new LeBron for ESPN. LeBron's out of the playoff picture now. They can't hype him. But why they're wouldn't going they? going with Zion. Why do they pick a college basketball player? Why wouldn't they pick another NBA guy? That's a good question. Like, why wouldn't they go Steph Curry? Yeah. Easily marketable. James Harden. James Harden, very easily. Yep. Kevin Durant. Like, there's so many people that they could pick, and they choose Zion Williamson. They're riding the Zion train. Which is stupid. I, I don't want to get hyped up about Zion no, Williamson again. No, we don't, don't want to get into that again. But he did, he did return, and they beat UNC. So, yep. whoopty freaking do. Yep. He had a big game. True. Um, My quick thought. So, yesterday, I was out walking the dog after I got home from work, because now it's daylight savings, so that, you know, it's brighter later so i can take the dog for a walk when i get home good for you and yeah, a little bit of exercise <laughs> never hurt anybody um but as i'm walking i see this this uh truck with like a trailer connected to it and it's painted in all kinds of video game stuff yoshi mario um zelda like all kinds of video game stuff plastered all over the side of it and there's a guy inside sweeping it out, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop by and say and, and say hello, see like see what the whole deal is. And you walk into the trailer, and it's just it's like a it's like a party bus atmosphere. Lights are going, strobe lights are going. There's three or four TVs in there, all kinds of gaming consoles. It's like a portable party. I'm surprised for video you came games. back. <laughs> so I was in there. I was talking to the guy um, who owns it. That's probably and how they kidnap people for you know people no, like come you on. and come on. And then it, dude, super nice. His name's Harvey Javier. Very, very nice guy. Um, and it's such a cool setup. And then on the outside of the bus, there's like, or trailer, there's these little arms that come up, and there's more TVs on the outside. And the thought process behind it, talking to this guy, is that the kids can play the video games on the outside, the parents can drink on the outside while they're watching the gameplay. The, the outside. Parents drink on the outside, kids play on the inside. Kids play inside the little trailer. Parents cool. are watching from the outside. He drive it right up to someone's house. Drive it right up to it. It was like a, like a party bus, exactly. So instead of getting a but pony, for video games. Instead of yeah. getting a pony, now you just you get a video hire game. the video game truck. Um. It, anyway, this is a long way of me saying he was ex- an extremely nice individual, and I think it's an awesome concept. He does bachelor parties. He does graduation parties, birthday parties for little kids. Why don't you give him a plug? East Coast Gaming to you dot com. That's the number two, the letter U, dot com. And that's Javier? Javier is his name. Yep. Right. Him, him and his wife own. He was a cop in Boston for 20-something 20, 20 years. But um, 
it's an awesome, awesome thing. And I, I highly suggest you at least go to the website and check out what he's got going on. He's got three trailers of it. He's been to Six Flags, and they hired him for this big event and stuff. He works with GameStop sometimes to do midnight releases, and he's there and playing copies of the game early. Pretty cool thing. As long as one of his TVs are constantly streaming content from the Syndicate Network. You know, I started asking him about Twitch. <laughs> I was I was probably talking to him for like 20, 25 minutes, and I was like, "Look, man, I'm sorry." I, I, Did he I'll like jump you. in the truck and say, "I gotta go"? <laughs> no, he was he was just he was just cleaning it out. It must have just come back from whatever. But I was like, "I could talk to you for hours here. I gotta go." Um, <laughs> as as always, we are live on Twitch, um, and James thinks we should we should hire him for a one year party. I don't think that's a terrible idea, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, anyway, one year party would be in December. Yeah, we didn't we didn't plan, we didn't plan well. that very we well. We did not plan well. It'll be uh, yeah, it'll be around December. Maybe but, we'll do uh, a six month party. Or, yeah, or an eighteen month. Yeah, you know, six months we're almost there already. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can wait till eighteen months. Start planning. Um, anyway, we anyone have, who's got a pool out there, just let us know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> gave yours away. Smooth. <laughs> um, anyway, we have uh, some Boston sports stuff to actually talk about. Good, because that's what we're all about. Where would you like to start? Why don't we start with the Patriots? It's been a busy week again with them. <sighs> free agency. You can talk about free agency because I want to. I don't want to start yelling right away and screaming. So okay. you can start. You can start talking about free agency. What you've seen. What you're happy with. What you're not happy with. Your whole. Your whole rundown. All right. So let's run down who has left already. Trey Flowers is gone. Trent Brown is gone. Our uh, Patriots writer. Derek, he said Trey Flowers was their number one priority. He was gone before the thing even started. Clearly he wasn't. Well, Derek thought he was. Okay. My thought, Trent Brown was their number one priority. Clearly he He's wasn't. He's gone. <laughs> Malcolm Brown gone, not that big of a nope. of a loss. Uh, Corderell Patterson, eh, nice player. Not really going to miss him that much. Eric Rowe, Dwayne Allen, and... Adrian, Adrian Waddle, Waddle signed today with the Bills. So all three of them are gone. What did they replace them with? Nothing. Not, not a heck of a lot. They signed a bunch of guys, you know, that have bounced around the league. Good players, not great players. Nothing to get excited about. Bruce Ellington, Maurice Ellis, Mike Pinnell, Matt Lacoste, and Brandon and Bolden. And re-signed Brandon Bolden. Who do you remember what he did to them last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. But but what is he? What is he as a whole? Special teamer. special teamer. He's cool. Special Let's teamer. get more special teamers because yep. that's what this team. We need more. You know what this team needs? More Matthew Slaters. That's what this team needs. They just need good tacklers. What is the other guy? Nate Ebner. They need more yep. Nate Ebners and more Matthew Slaters. You know what makes me mad? It, and I don't even I thought you weren't going to go I, there I, that early. No, I'm now I'm going there. I let, right. you, I let you. Right. I let you get get out what you need to say. Now I'm going to go. <laughs> you know what makes me mad is. I'm not even I don't even really care like I do care that they let Trey Flowers walk. We got into that last time I screamed at Matt. Sorry, Matt. And that that aggravates me. They they let Trent Brown go. Eh, okay. They let all, so they let all these guys go. They signed him with scrubs. No name people that we've never heard of. I'm not mad about that cuz that's what they do every single year. We're going to sit here and talk about how they have no receivers. They have no one Brady has no one to pass the ball to. I think they should have resigned Patterson. Not at the money that he They ended resigned up to a set cool so but again that's that, that's what and Hogan's still out there that's what we that's what we want to that's what that's what everybody wants to get mad at there's there's no receivers there's no anything there's there's no who's breaking a pass to nope I'm not doing it I said after they won the Super Bowl I'm not falling into this trap again where I'm just going to criticize the team because they always prove me wrong other teams I'll criticize not the Patriots 
The thing that pisses me off, the day before free agency starts, the internet is flooding with pictures of Bill Belichick on the beach without a shirt on, diving into the ocean, yucking it up with Linda. Was that the day before free agency happened? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you not? Why are you not? What do you in expect? your in your cutoff hoodie? On the phone with free agents, trying to sign your free the free agency period, the legal tampering period is the most important part of the offseason, is it not? And draft yeah, day, right? Why are you yucking it up with Linda? Like, and the other th- the thing that really aggravated me was the fact that these pictures surfaced because three hundred and sixty four days of the year. Bill Belichick is never photographed outside of football, ever. When have pictures ever surfaced of him outside of when he does the the garbage thing with his dog and him playing football? When has that ever happened where it looks like um, TMZ gets a picture of him diving into the ocean? Has yeah. that ever happened? No. The answer is no. Why did these come out? Why all of a sudden now is he okay with that happening? I don't why? think he has any control over it happening. Of course, he, uh, no, no. What but, I'm saying th- is, but your bigger question is, why is he doing that? My, my, on the eve of the free agency period. My question is, I guess to you, do you think it's a coincidence that these pictures came out? Oh, what is this? A conspiracy theory? I'm not saying it's a conspiracy theory. It's just like, why? I mean, he's been with Linda for a few years now, right? Yeah. They've gone to the Super Bowl. They've won the Super Bowl yeah. since they've been together. Yeah. So it's not like he's trying to have a vacation and get some time away, and it's something that he's not used to doing. He's been there before. Why Like, why did these come out? Why did he allow them to come out all of a sudden? I have no idea. Why do you think? I, I don't know. I, I just I, – I, I mean, I'd be more I concerned very, with, very with what you weird. started with that he's not doing anything, he's not making any calls, which we don't know. He could go on the – on the boat and make a call from there. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'd rather not. I'd rather he not do that because his his record as a general manager drafting people is not that good. I'd rather have somebody else shopping for the groceries for him and just let him coach the team. So maybe it was a good thing. Maybe he also knew with the salary cap issues that they have, he's not bringing in any of these big-name guys you have to court. So he left it for... The other people, the Nick Casarios and guys like that. To me, the Nick Casarios can sign the big name players. They should be able to. Like, but it you, doesn't hurt to get a call from Bill Belichick. No, of course not. But but he's not that. But the know, guy's he's not that kind of guy. The I don't, guys I don't that, see him as being a recruiter. Hey, come on, you know we can. Re- Do you really think he's got that type of personality? No, but he, he still get on the phone be. and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he still should not be like if if you're. They were going heavy after Adam Humphreys, right? Allegedly. If you're Adam Humphreys and you're making this decision between New England and Tennessee and you see that the head coach is yucking it up with his girlfriend, wife, whatever whatever she is, diving into the ocean, and he's not even stateside for the the, the biggest the, the biggest think, or second biggest uh, day. No, it's just it just it it just seems like it's it just it just it's not a good look. I don't think an NFL player cares about that. They're uh, living the same lifestyle. No, no, they're no, not. No, you don't think they're on the beach and yucking it up. You th- you think they're in no, the gym I, sweating it out? No, 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 no. But I think eighteen that, hours a day. No, but I think that they're I think that they're they're stateside. They're sitting probably in their house fielding phone calls for no. for. Of course I, they no, are. No, they're not. 
Of course, their agents they are. have filled in their calls. Yeah, but they they still have to field the calls no. from their. They from let their agents. They're do not. All that they're work. not diving into the ocean. These these guys topless. aren't waiting draft day, waiting for the phone to ring to know where their career is going to be. No, they have a career. They let their agents handle all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but they're but they're they should be. He should be taking it more seriously, if you ask me. I understand he's Bill Belichick, and if he calls, you know, that's an amazing thing. Whatever. But it sh- these images, these pictures should never have come out. These, this should not be happening now, especially where the product that you turned out is. We just we, we said them: Bruce Ellington, Maurice Ellis, Mike Pinnell, Matt. Look, like, what are you like? Why are you not doing your job? Maybe he knows. Like I said, salary cap issues. He knows they're not going to be able to bring in these higher price guys. So why bother? Yeah. Oh, who cares? Oh, that they, it, that that that's what bothered me. And the timing just seemed weird to me. I don't know if I, I don't think it's a conspiracy. It just seems it just seemed weird that it was the day before free agency started. Fair enough. They have I, some, I think you're reading too much into it. Maybe, or just makes me mad. And and I'm a I'm a Bill Belichick fan. What should make you mad is you're working up here. He's down there having a ball. Uh, whatever. That doesn't. That maybe maybe there's a little jealousy is. there. No 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 no. God no no. That's not it at all. But um. <laughs> Waba signing in saying that Beasley's a fraud for not picking to come to the Pats. Um, there, there are some, there are some unsigned guys that were still in, that were on this team last year that still haven't signed anywhere. You've Hogan, Goskowski, Allen, and uh, Danny Shelton. Right. Do you think any of them are going to end up coming back? I think Goskowski and Allen are probably back. Not Hogan. Not Hogan. Why? Well, they already went out and signed two other free agent wide receivers, so I yeah, think but, that's the writing on the wall for Hogan. Yeah, but do you think? Do you think that they're just kind of, just like throwing? crap at the wall and oh, seeing sure. what sticks sure. with the wide receiver position. So wouldn't like do you think Hogan is doing what, what Hightower did and what um Devin McCourty did? Trying to test free agency around. and he might he's gonna come back with his tail between his legs saying, oh, nobody really wanted to sign me. And, yep. and Belichick probably make only a likes me. a lot less money too. Belichick only likes me because I played lacrosse, so can I can I sign here? <laughs> he played lacrosse? Yeah. I didn't wow. know if you know that Chris uh, Chris Hogan played lacrosse. Good for him. Um you talk about cap issues or you put I let you do the agenda this week for the first time. And yes. you put cap issues yep. and then didn't expand on it. So I'm not really sure what you want to talk about well, when it comes to cap they, issues. They so. are at, you know, they are up against it with the cap. Um, they cut uh, Adrian Claiborne today. Claiborne? Claiborne. Yeah. Oh, wow, I got a name right. Good um, for you. They cut one him for today for week. salary cap reasons. Um, Was it? They like, have to make, yes. Th- well, and productivity. And he's, he wasn't that good. Right. Two sacks on the year. Um, Crap. They have to make a decision today on Hightower. Um, as far as his, because uh, if he's got something in his contract that if he's on the roster on the fifth day of the league year, he gets a certain bonus, which will count against the cap. So they've got a decision to make on him. I think he'll he'll two million will count towards the cap. Then they have another chance to cut him later in the year. So there's a decision to be made there. Will he take a pay cut? Uh, Brady's got a big cap hit this year, twenty seven million. Uh, jumps up from 23. There's a few. Um, McCordy's got like a $14 million cap hit. So they don't have a lot of room. Plus, they've got to sign their draftees, which they have quite a few. So I think that's why you're not seeing them go after these bigger name free agents. As usual, they look for value. I'm digesting everything you just said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to find out where to start. Um, the Hightower thing. Gets me to 
a, a player who made the team, who's on the who's on the roster for not not the Patriots, but let me tie let me tie it in. The um, Jordy Nelson. Did you hear about the Jordy Nelson? That was like a, what happened with Jordy Nelson situation. Where did you run it down? So Jordy Nelson gets cut by the Raiders, but he got cut after the first day of the year. Right. So they paid, paid him three million dollars. Three million dollars to cut, cut him. him. Yeah, that was a strange one. Do you think it's a? Do you think it was like a favor to him, or was it a cap thing? Because the Raiders are the opposite of the Patriots. They've got tons of cap room. Yeah. Do you think it's a favor? I don't know if it was a favor. I'm, I'm like, sure it's all salary driven. It's a it's a business. Like, it's a, Three it's million dollars. That's a hell of a favor. That's such a weird thing. So yeah. do you think that will happen with Hightower, where they don't make the decision now? It's only two million dollars that they owe him, and it's and it's hard money on the cap. I, that doesn't seem like it's it's terribly high to make that decision now. Where they can maybe try and I mean I don't know when the when the other cutoff date is but it's sometime in June. So maybe they get a player they like in the draft and then they cut him. Maybe that's what they're. Maybe they already have that player in Juwan Bentley, who they were very they drafted last year. They were very high on, and then he got hurt early. I don't even know if he made it to the regular season. Maybe. Um. So I mean, there's there's a much lesser cost that could fill that slot, especially like we talked about last week. That Hightower is definitely not the player he used to be. You know, can still make plays occasionally, but you know, as far as the uh, the every down player, he's not that anymore. So, he's not worth the cap hit that he's going to be. Yeah, his cap hit's way too high. Yeah. He needs to him, McCordy, Brady, should probably all rework their deals. Yep. I mean, I think, I think and they might. Brady usually does. Gronk is right. another one, and that, they probably had something worked out with McCordy because they re-signed his brother. So maybe, maybe. So I don't, I don't think they're going to cut Devin if they had just no. They probably signed Jason. They, uh, I mean, you never know. The, the, the I wouldn't put it past the Patriots. It wouldn't have shock me. Crazier, but it, but at the same time, I don't happened. think Jason would have resigned if he didn't think his brother was going to be there. Outside of the Patriots, let's go around the, the around the NFL really yep. quickly. Oh, it was a it was a wild few hours. What a like it was like a the, wild the two of days. baseball. Yeah, it was like a wild two days. Yeah. Now, people are saying that baseball should they should allow this illegal this legal tampering period, which I mean. Everybody gets. I feel like. I feel like in this day and age, everybody gets tampered with all the time. Like, well, if it's legal, then it's not tampering. I mean, that's right. o- that's an oxymoron. Right, right. But I'm saying, like, do you really think that people waited until the day before free agency oh, to talk not. to these guys? Like, of course not. Are we really that stupid? I mean, probably the teams didn't call them, but they had somebody call. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like, like a Brady, give this guy a call. Right. Yeah. 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 Like like t- tell t- tell him it's about. You know, a free membership to TB12, but really try to get him to come to the yeah. team. <laughs> um, people will probably hang up on him if it was about <laughs> free memberships to TB12. Um, but anyway, Le'Veon Bell goes to the Jets. Yep. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. gets traded to the Browns. Yep. You didn't even write this one down. Antonio Brown got yep. traded to yep. the Raiders. Forgot about that one. Full sign with the Jags. Yeah. And the Jags cut Bortles. Yep. Tannehill gets traded to the Titans. Jordy Nelson gets cut by the Raiders. Um, Golden Tate signs with the Giants. There's probably, everybody thought was coming to the Patriots. There's probably uh, Humphrey signed with the Titans. So there's a million things to talk about here. My question to you is, what are the Giants doing? So they trade Odell Beckham, and then they sign Golden Tate. Is that a Patriot-esque move? No, I think that was a let's dump a problem move. So I looked at it as kind of like a Patriots-esque move, where they move on from Odell Beckham, a high cap number. Yeah, he's a problem. Yeah, he's probably top three or five wide receivers in the game, but you get a first-round pick for him. Patriots love their picks. Mm-hmm. And then you sign a replacement for less money 
but the value on that player is probably higher because of his money. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's like that's like yeah, a, that's I, like I get a what you're going with move. Yeah, no, it was a it was a good business move for the Giants. The Jets. Smart move to sign Le'Veon Bell. You know who had who, who? By the way, the biggest loser in all of this is Le'Veon Bell because he went to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Not even because he went to the Jets, just because he signed for less money than what he could have. Like his AAV, I believe now is less than what he would have gotten if he had just played under the franchise tag last year. Yeah, well. We still don't have to start a GoFundMe page for him. No, no, no. Of course not. But, 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 good move by the Jets. Bad move by the Jets. What, what are your thoughts on the Jets? No, on that good move, by, move the Jets? by the Jets. I mean, they need a, a lot more than just a running back. Uh, but it's a good move, especially where they have the young quarterback. They've got so now they have their franchise quarterback. Yep. Le'Veon Bell is still young. I, I, yep. I 27, 26, 27, yeah. maybe he might be a little bit, but somewhere in that range. No, he's still so, got he's still got a few years left. So he's got they've got they've got a running back. They have um, didn't they? They signed a wide receiver too, didn't they? Not not like a huge name not wide a receiver, big name. not but a big name. Are they going to give any issues to the Patriots this year? No more than they usually do. So I don't see any more than they usually do. I mean, the Patriots usually go there, and it's a little bit of a struggle every year. Doesn't matter who their quarterback is. Doesn't matter who their running back is. You know, it's just division games. That kind of stuff happens. But and I. But they need more than just a running back. But they at least improved. They did improve. They're getting better. They, they they're they're better. now yeah. probably the second best team in the East. They have right. East. So they'll they'll <laughs> so finish four games so, behind now. <laughs> so they'll go mm, eight and eight if they're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get to the Dolphins. Yeah. Strange strange move by the Dolphins. There's, there's got to be another shooter drop there. So the the thought has to be that they have to be trying to get their quarterback in the draft, right? Because they they have Osweiler. They got Osweiler last year. Yeah. Tannehill, I thought, was their guy. Like He was supposed to be their franchise everyone guy. Everyone always said, as long as he's healthy, yeah, he's their guy. Now, he got hurt last year, and he got hurt the year before that. Yep. So do you think that they just they just decided they were just giving up on this guy, and they see somebody else they like? Like, I, Well, who is I, that? Who I, is I, that I, that they like? Because there's no know. guarantees. It's certainly not Brock Osweiler. No. There's, no. there's no way that you're giving up on Ryan Tannehill for Brock Osweiler. So they, maybe, they're, maybe they're tanking this year. To get a quarterback for the year after, could be which suck for luck. If I yeah, which if yeah. if I'm and who who is that? The quarterback at Oregon. Okay, Hebert Hubert. Yeah, one of the it's one yep. of those. Yep, no speculation. He'd he come was, out and he ended he up would, staying. He's a junior. He was a junior yep. this year, and he ended up staying for a senior year. So he'll come out next year, and he is supposed to be quarterback altering. Yep, franchise type player. Right. So. If I'm in the market for a quarterback, Raiders. Um, actually, Ra- I, I don't Raiders. know the Raiders are in it. Oh, but they've they, Derek Carr. But they they're big after Kyler Murray. But if it, so, the Raiders, the t- the no Cardinals Titans. are after Kyler Murray. No, so are the Raiders. Okay. Um, Chucky, what's his name <clears throat> there? Uh, yeah, Gruden. Gruden has said that he's he's big on Kyler Murray, and if he's there, they're going to take him. Which is dumb because Derek Carr, I think, is not a bad quarterback either. But but there's injury history. There's injury. There's injury. Uh, problems there too, but if if I'm looking for a quarterback, I don't think I would want to go and get the one from this year. I'm going to try and suck for luck next mm-hmm. year and take that Hubert Hebert whatever whatever his name is. But the Tennessee Titans, what are they doing? Yeah, that's, you have that's Marcus Mariota. You got Mariota. Why are you bringing in Tannehill? Who's 25. Yeah, 
He's your quarterback. And he's... I mean, he's done nothing to lose that job. He's been right around 500. He's gotten them to the playoffs right. two years in a row. But he's... he's No, they just missed the playoffs last year. He's a five... Yeah, they lost the last they game lost, yeah. to the Colts. But he's a 500-ish quarterback in the league. But you still got to put him in the top. I think he's a top half quarterback. Mm. Right right around half. Yeah, yeah. Right around half of yeah. the league. You know, he's right there with like Joe Flacco and... Um, I would have put Blake Bortles in that conversation too, probably. But Flacco to the Broncos too. That's another Flacco to the Broncos. Mentioned. Case Keenum to the to another team. Like yeah. it was just like a, it was like a crazy two or three days, and then Belichick's diving off of the boat. Like what? <laughs> That's what anyway. you can do when you've been to five out of the last six Super Bowls. Yeah, right, right, right. Still, you shouldn't. I'm not. I don't want to get into it. Um. Do you think the Patriots should take a flyer on Blake Bortles? That's been there's been some conversation about that in the, over the past mm, whenever since he got cut. He got cut from the Jags. I think I think the best games that Blake Bortles has has been against the Patriots. <laughs> you know, it's it's the old Isn't years the and years ago, a couple years ago. The Red Sox would get hitters that would torch them and then they'd come to the Red Sox and they couldn't hit and they figured out it's because they weren't facing the Red Sox pitching anymore. It's the same thing with Bortles and the Patriots. I'd rather see them bring in A.J. McCarron. I've always liked A.J. McCarron. He was yeah, a big-game Mc... player in college. I know he hasn't done much in the pros. I like A.J. McCarron, too, but A.J. Hey. McCarron's 24, 23, 24. Oh, he's got to be older than that. Okay, so Blake Bortles isn't that old either. That's my point. And Blake Bortles was at least the starter in the NFL. And not a very good one. Eh, he was okay, I think. But now that but if, but enough if of Bortles, it, now it, that Nick Foles is with the Jaguars? Yep. With their defense, yeah, they're they're not. I, I don't. I don't. I, I see them coming. I mean, last year was just an off year for them. They've still got the talent there. I see them coming back next year. James wants nobody but Josh Rosen. That's it. <laughs> Did just, he go to Notre Dame? Is just, that is that why he's so high on him? No, he didn't even go to. He didn't go to Notre Dame. No, he went to UCLA. Yeah, but it, 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 <laughs> I mean, there's. But now it almost seems like there's going to be a quarterback fall into the Patriots' lap, whether it's – for some – I mean, I know people aren't high on Bortles, but I'm not particularly that low on Bortles. Like, But I don't see him as the quarterback of the future. Again, 26 or Josh or or Josh Rosen, 23. Like, it just seems like that there's potential there for a quarterback to now fall into the Patriots' lap, back up Brady for a couple of years, and then take the and take over, where – I mean, let's face it, Blake Bortles and Josh Rosen, maybe even A.J. McCarron are all upgrades over Brian Hoyer, mm-hmm. who's a zillion years old. So you now have the opportunity to get a younger quarterback as your backup right? who started in the NFL, whether it's Rosen or Bortles, not McCarron, because McCarron couldn't even cut it as a backup, and they got cut from being a backup. So out on McCarron, his girlfriend or wife would be an upgrade. But I've never seen Hoyer's wife, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't an upgrade. Matter. I can guarantee you it's an upgrade. It's and, at least equal. <laughs> and out on McCarron. But the other guys, they've played in the NFL. They're young. A couple years behind Brady, they take over. It's a better option than what they have currently than, than Danny Etling and, and Brian Hoyer. And anything that they can draft this year is not going to be either one of those guys, in my opinion. You know, whoever that next guy is. I feel bad for him. That is going to be the worst job yep. in the world. No, you're absolutely right. There's nothing that guy can do. You're absolutely right. Short of winning the Super Bowl every year that he is not going to get constantly compared to Brady. So, yeah, bring in somebody like like a Bortles or, or some tomato can 
Just let him take a beating for a couple of years, and then hope you can get the next guy in See, here. See, Chris is in agreement with me. I, I've converted Chris over to uh, to the to the dark side and saying that he would take he would take Bortles if Brady Bortles got hurt for this year. Bortles so over Hoyer. maybe I'm not that crazy in saying that I think they I would take a flyer on Blake Bortles. Again, it all depends on what you can get him in here for, which you could probably get him you in could here probably pretty get him cheap. For, yeah, for a pretty. I mean, he just I think pretty he, cheap. He I, he probably still had some money from the Jags. Oh yeah, you would think so. So yeah, if I he mean, was smart. So you could he he probably you could probably get him here for a decent amount. I mean, it's not going to be might be a little bit higher than your normal backup, but but there's some talk he may go to Miami. Okay. Miami may be interested. in Yeah, him. well, my, then Miami's just stupid. But neither here nor there. The team that I'm now very interested in, I'm going to try and watch all 16 of their games, mm-hmm. the Cleveland Browns. Do you ever think you would have said that? Yes. Did you ever admit before last year? Did you ever think I would be interested in watching the Cleveland no. Browns? When they drafted Baker Mayfield, that's when I they, decided that's that, when that they I was. Up. Yeah. I, I, I thought I had, I gave them a chance of making the playoffs last year. I said that they were going to be a, a much improved team and they were going to be And they good. were. And now they've got OBJ. Baker, Nick Chubb, they signed Kareem Hunt. Yep. People forget about that. Who they're going to be missing for the first eight games. Eight games. Yep. He might appeal. It'll it'll get knocked down to six. Knocked down to six. So, so you're looking at less than half of your, or right about half of your season. Then you still get an elite running back. Mm-hmm. You have Nick yep. Chubb, who was very, very good last year with, with Mayfield. Najoku is their tight end. Jarvis Landry is still there. Yeah, people forget that. And their defense is pretty good. Yep. It's not it's not the Jaguars defense, but it's pretty good. No, they're going to be a fun team to watch. That next team. Year. Now, the only issue that they could run into, which is probably which is the issue that the Steelers ran into when they had all these studs, Roethlisberger, Bell, Brown, uh, Schuster is the egos. Mm-hmm. And OBJ isn't exactly There's only one ball to go around. Right. But the talent and the excitement level on that team, I'm, I'm going to watch. Like yeah. they're they're going to be an exciting, and they, you know they're going to be in prime time a lot. Oh yeah, and it's gonna, they're going to be an exciting team. Yeah. And right now, sitting here today, aren't they kind of the favorites? I mean, no. We're, no, 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 no. Wait, let me finish. Favorites for what? To play the Patriots in the AFC Championship okay. game, <laughs> because you know you know the Patriots will be there. So aren't they aren't aren't they one of the best? They're in the 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 upper echelon of. The AFC. They're probably up there. Yeah, I mean, you look at where, what they've done as opposed to what Pittsburgh's lost. Pittsburgh's and, you know, got if worse. You're just looking at the Central. Uh, I'm sorry, the Central. Dating myself with that yeah, one. You're looking at the North, the Ravens got worse. The um, Steelers got worse. And what did the Bengals do? I didn't I didn't hear anything that the Bengals did. So. Nothing. The Bengals are looking to so sell So the Browns have, have to be at least the favorite in their division. So – as it relates to the Steelers, they trade Antonio Brown, which I think is going to hurt them more than traded just him for nothing. 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 So I don't know if you heard this, but I heard that Antonio Brown went to them and said, "Trade me to a team that is going to make me the highest paid receiver in the league, or trade me to the Patriots." Really? And if he did, and they weren't going to trade him. They're to not the going to trade him to the Patriots. So now no. they had to find a team that was going to, and that hurts their return. If that's yeah. true, because the, the teams, because you're not going to give, you're not going to give. A first round pick, and then make and then pay him thirty one million dollars a year. That's why the Raiders got him for next. I mean, what they two, get a third and a third fifth, and, a fifth. No, and they got they got like a no a third and a seventh, and they got a fifth in return or something like that. They they got some the the Raiders got something. They from got Pittsburgh. they even got a pick back. They got a pick back. 
That's crazy. But it, it was just ridiculous that the best they could get for him was a third. Six and a half million Bortles going to make from the Jaguars. Yeah, I don't see the Patriots taking that on. No, 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 no. That's what he makes from oh, the Jaguars. just from the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, trading Antonio Brown is going to hurt them more than just than just losing Brown. Because now, it's, now when you have Antonio Brown... The reason why Juju Smith-Schuster has been effective as he as right. he is is because you gotta, you gotta Brown keep is Brown. being doubled. Right. Brown, Brown is your number one guy. He's yeah. getting the other team's best defenders and doubled and or doubled. In most cases, he's got double coverage on him every single game. Still put up huge numbers. Now, there's no Smith-Schuster. I mean, there's there's no Brown. There's no Le'Veon Bell. Right. So now Smith-Schuster is that guy. I know James Conner had a good year last year, but uh, Well, Smith- what happened to the Steelers towards the end of last year? When Bell, I mean, Bell was out the entire yeah, but, year. Yeah, but Connor stepped in. Connor then stepped he got in. Hurt. But did they make the playoffs? No, no. They were on the outside looking in. Yeah, they lost their tight end Jesse James, and, and they just got else. worse. And now, so now Schuster has to be the number one guy. He's going to get the best defender. He's going to get double right. covered. It's almost like they got way, way worse. Yeah. by trading Antonio Brown. Yeah. So I think it's the Browns. Browns, Patriots, Jaguars. That's your top three. Yeah, like, going into the season, the, that's your the that's Browns. your top three in the AFC. The Browns. And the Jaguars, yeah. I mean, not a well, not ja- a perennial uh, powerhouse. The, no, no, but the, but you always said about the Jaguars if they just had a quarterback, and yeah. now they have Nick. Now Foles. they do. So I mean, it, it, that's I mean, the Browns. Yeah, I'm into it though. Should be fun. Um, Should be fun to watch. We'll move on to another team because we just spent 30 minutes on the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Which is, is fine. New? Which what is fine. Is there's a, there's a, there was a lot there in free agency to yeah. talk about. Um, what uh, what team would you like to head to now? Let's go to the Bruins. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, last week we were uh, talking about how horrible it was that the Boston media hadn't been talking about them. What a shame it was. They've been playing so well, and they've lost three straight games this week. Mm -hmm. So, is it our fault? Mm, No. Injuries? Finally catching up with them? It's injuries, but I hate that. I hate using injuries as an excuse. I mean, they didn't have Pasternak for for all those games. And they played bad. That's a major injury. Yep. I mean, I know they lost um, the guy, Johansson. Who has that? The lung. I mean, the yeah, the the bruised lung. The bruised lung. But they didn't have him for all of that stretch either because he was in addition was at the trade, trade deadline. Yep. So they also lost DeBrusque for a little bit. He's got a fracture on his foot. Coming back tonight. So I don't love the injury. Like, yeah, sure, they're beat up, whatever, blah blah blah. But you still should be winning these games. You should you sh- you should still be winning. So what happened? Did it did it finally? Did it finally catch up with them? Did other teams catch up and say, hey, these guys are playing pretty well. We got to well, step up our game? Well, well, they played Winnipeg, who's very, very good. And then who'd they just play? Couldn't tell you. Hmm. They just played They just played someone else who's pretty good. And, it, I mean, it's injuries. It really, really is injuries. I just hate using that as, as an excuse. Well, you can you can withstand a couple of injuries – even to a good player. Yeah, but you, you But once you start getting further and further down the depth chart. Yeah, they I lost mean, it, it, we, these guys are in Providence for a reason. Yeah, they lost they lost top 6 guys. They lost two yeah. three top 6 forwards. So that's realistically that's what it is. And I think part of it too is you ride the high of the um you ride the high of this point streak that you that you're on, and you know your goaltender hasn't lost a game in regulation since November, and then you lose, and then it just kind of pops your bubble snowball. Yeah, kind of like yeah. it kind of starts to snowball. Yeah. Um. 
I'm not really that worried. Like they're still going to be in the playoffs. They're still gonna they're gonna be right where they should be. And you have one one more point on the agenda that <laughs> cracked me up. But I'm glad you bring it up, and I'll let you I'll let you say what it is. But I'm gl- I'm glad you bring it up because I'll tell you why. After okay, you say so when it. when I put the agenda together for the last piece on the Bruins, I wrote Michael talks about how they aren't catching Tampa. So I'm glad you bring it up. Because I've been paying attention when you talk about the Bruins. <laughs> it's your only Bruins news you get. So I could be feeding you complete <laughs> crap and you don't even. Yeah. What was the name of that guy you made up? Uh, Dezingle. Yeah. Right. Ryan Dezingle. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> now, I didn't fact check this, but I'm 99% sure this is a true statement. In that 19 game point streak that they had, that everyone was, you know, the, the Bruins are the greatest thing ever. They're screw Tampa. They beat Tampa, blah, blah, blah. You know how many points they gained on Tampa Bay? I believe that would be zero. Zero. Not a sink. They didn't gain yeah. any ground, and they got a point in one quarter, one-fifth of their games in their season, in a row, and they didn't gain any points on the first-place team. Tampa's a wagon. Tampa's a wagon. You get it. Where do you want to go now? Why don't we talk about the Red Sox? What is there really to talk about? Not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, it's still spring training, but, God, they went uh... – they lost like about a week a and a half without winning. Lost like eight in a row. They got blown out by yeah. the Yankees. And and I don't really put much stock in the final score of the uh, spring training games because, you know, half of them played with scrubs anyway. But the starters have been doing nothing. What about today? Today they won. Chris Sale's first start. Hmm. Weird. Four innings, seven strikeouts. Hmm. Looked really, really good. Oh, so he, didn't, he hasn't missed a beat. Still the same guy. Well. I don't, Still, he he wasn't pumping it by people at ninety seven, ninety eight miles an hour. No, but you wouldn't well, expect well, him to do that not this in point. his first start in the spring, anyway. But no, I mean I'm not panicking yet. But it's it's I've watched some of the spring training games. I'll watch the first few innings when the starters are playing. They look like they are just going through the motions, and it just makes me nervous that they're not going to be able to turn it on to start the season. And don't forget, the Yankees are still right there. Yeah, no, no, I, I know. So, but, but the Yankees I mean, that, already have injuries. Severino, they may already have missing. injuries, but you know what set the Red Sox apart last year was that great start they got off to, and they were able to coast most of the season. You get down a little bit to start a season, and if the Yankees have a good start, now you're playing catch up, and the pressure's on you, and that makes a huge difference between winning the division and coming in as a wild card and having to play the playing game at some point soon. There's going to be an article released on BostonSportsSyndicate.com with predictions for division winners, yep. wildcard teams, playoff yep. predictions, basically. From all of our writers. And me. I said and mine you. in. And, and James. And James. Our executive producer. And who blew us off tonight. Thanks, James. <laughs> he did comment on how much neater the, the the pictures look on the background. Um but so you'll have you'll you'll see my picks. I be, I think he's going to release the names with it. I'm, I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, but I don't want to give it away. What I think about the Red Sox Yankees until that until that comes. I out. haven't even made my picks yet because I'm still waiting to see where Kimbrel and Keuchel end up. They're still out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's collusion. So I'm not even going to bother talking about it because it's collusion. I should have um, put that in the uh, yeah the agenda. <laughs> Michael talks about collusion. Um, one other thing about the Red Sox, I actually brought it up in our group chat and. Um, was quickly debunked, but supposedly there was an article saying that Chris Sale is about to mm. sign a thirty-five million dollar a year extension, seven years. 
cool. I mean, uh, the year doesn't really matter. Seven, seven, seven years at thirty-five million a year doesn't <sighs> matter. <sighs> Not really. No, how you're going to be paying how old this is Chris guy. He's twenty-nine. He's twenty-nine. 29. Same so age as me. When he's so thirty-six, he's you're going to be paying him thirty-five million dollars. You're okay with that? Eh. You're the Red Sox. Eh. They didn't want to do it with Lester. It didn't work out there. So That we'll doesn't see. mean you we'll overcompensate see. with somebody else. I right. think they're already stretched for David Price. Here's the thing about these contracts. We do it every single time someone signs a contract. Oh, that's such a crazy number. You're going to be paying this guy into his mid-30s. You're going to pay him into his late 30s. Modern medicine, technology, the guys are playing longer. They're pitching more effective. Also, it's the way free agency works. All right, I'll, I'll go million with you that it's the way the free agency works, but I'm not buying modern medicine and guys play longer. And I have two words for you for a contract. Tommy, Tommy John? Pablo Sandoval. Okay, Pablo Sandoval ate himself out of Hanley him. Ramirez. Still, <sighs> fine. Those were guys, free agents, you got to bring them in, and they were dogs. You overpaid yeah, Hanley, to get them, and they were dogs. Do you think Chris Sale is anything I don't like think either Chris one Sale. of those no, guys? No, I don't. No, I don't. And if you watched him pitch today, like I said, he wasn't pumping the fastball by everybody, but he was his slider was on today. That's what he got most of his strikeouts on was on the slider. So I think he is somebody that can transition to be more of a finesse pitcher once he loses his fastball. So then you're proving my point. I am. I'm, I'm you're helping saying, me. You're helping me. I'm saying that. I think $35 million over seven years is still a lot of money, but I think that's somebody who can be a productive pitcher even as he ages. Fair. But let me ask you this. In seven years, $35 million may not be that much. Is going to be a number three or four starter. Oh, my God. Remember, remember, yeah. remember when they signed Rick Porcello to $22, $22 million. million a year, and everyone was like, you can't do that. That's way too much, Paul. Look at it now. Yeah. That's a, a that's, that's a that's a that's a number three starter. Yeah, number four starter. What did Evaldi just sign for? He's going to be a four- sixteen million. Five he's, years, sixteen million. Okay, each. and he's and he's a he's a he's a four starter. He's a, a four. Five, like I know twenty two is and is a little bit more than sixteen, but the, you're like that. That's where it's slotted in. Yeah. So the and I don't think thirty and I don't think paying Chris Sale thirty five for the next couple of years where he's still in the prime of his career and then he starts to taper off, but the numbers start to rise. It's gonna all it'll all it'll all even out, in my opinion. Then the other question is, if you're gonna sign him for that, where does Mookie fit? You you find you'll 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 find you'll find it you'll find find the money and and that's when you're gonna have platoons at first base and okay you You have you have platoons at catcher. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying. I mean, you can get value, and this is why. Guys like your Adam Joneses are getting squeezed yeah. out. This is why there's collusion. Your so-called Adam, collusion. Adam Jones signed. He signed with somebody. I forget who. Adam Jones signed. Somebody on the chat know who Adam Jones signed with. And for what? So that's, that's It wasn't for a heck of a lot. Well, he doesn't deserve a heck of a lot. That's my point. It's not, it's that's collusion. the point I'm making. It's collusion. These, these are the guys that are getting squeezed out. We will move. Oh, you had a quick thought that you held off. Rule changes. Yep. Some rule changes coming to uh, Major League Baseball this year. Um... Adam Jones signed with Arizona. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Who um rule changes. Yep. No trades after the July thirty first deadline. Love it. Love it. Why? Because I think that that secondary BS trade market where the Astros picked up Verlander yep. two years ago and someone else big just got traded this year during that. It's garbage. Machado. Do Machado? No, Machado no, no. went Machado before went. July thirty first. Yeah. That was when the Red Sox traded um, 
Adrian Gonzalez and um, Nick Punto Crawford and the Punto trade. Yeah, as it, <laughs> as it came to be known. But that that was a late August trade. Um, I'm I'm, okay, I'm like I'm I love it. Like there's one trade deadline. That's it. Move on. Get your guys. I wish it would be a little bit later if they could no. have pushed it. No, move How, it up. Make well, the first half of the season more important. Move it up. But then you're going to have teams giving up early. Okay. So if you're one of those teams <laughs> that's giving up, that you know, then you've got two months of crap baseball left. Oh well. Red Sox fan, probably not a problem. Not gonna, not gonna bother me. Well, I don't care. Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how teams handle it. I, I like it because I think that, I mean, if you want to go with one, I don't really care where you put. It. If it's gonna be, if it's gonna be the, the, the if you make the, the cutoff that July 31st or the cutoff the August 30th or whatever, like that secondary one. I don't care. Just make it one. Yeah. Just one. You have a trade deadline. Not trade deadlines. There's no S on there. It's right. a trade deadline. It's the waiver trade. Stupid. It's a straight trade July 31st. Stupid. Waiver trade after that. Stupid. Couple then, o- couple so, other- so now now are we going to get... You know what this is going to do? It's going gonna, it's gonna to eliminate the, this guy was put on waivers. This guy was put on waivers. No, this that's guy still going to happen. Waiters. That's How still going to happen. Guys are still going to go on waivers. And if somebody wants to pick them up and take the salary, here, you can have them. Stupid. So that's still going to so happen. So they can't pull them. So, th- so they're keeping no, that. They're, you- they're revocable waivers. Oh, that's so But stupid. if somebody wants to put a claim in, then they can take them. That's so stupid. That is that's the way it's always stupid. been. Stupid. That's the way it's always what been. What's the other rule change? Um, there's, a, there's a couple of other rule changes, minimum rosters. Um, but there's a couple of changes going into effect for this year. And then next year, there's a few other changes going into effect. A little, little more. So, some more bizarre ones. Things like... A player, a position player can't pitch in a game unless his team is down or ahead by more than six runs. There's some really strange really? things. But the the one that really caught my eye starting next year is if a pitcher comes in, he has to pitch to three batters minimum. I thought that was going to affect this year. No, that's in 2020. That one I do not like. Now, does that include the postseason? If it's a rule during the regular season, it should be the rule in the postseason. Depends on who you ask. Ask a ho- ask a hockey fan. <laughs> Why is that? Because during the regular season, you have three on three overtime. In the playoffs, point. you have a full overtime until someone wins. There's no shootout. You eliminate the shootout. You eliminate the three on three, and you play it out. So to me, well, in the NFL, it's the same thing. You play uh, overtime if if the first overtime period ends in a tie, the game's a tie. Yeah, and in the playoffs, you keep going. But I like the rule for the regular season. Because it'll speed up the 162 games that you have, and you're not going to have these long, drawn-out games with all these pitching changes, and it it it's going to force it's going to force managers to have even more strategy. Dave Roberts isn't going to know what to do. That like that that's Dave Roberts the is, is, is never going to know what to do when yeah. once people get into their bullpen, and I don't I don't particular I don't I don't particularly hate it. I think that. If it's a regular season thing, that's perfectly fine. And if they change it for the playoffs, and then you can make the pitching changes in the playoffs, that's that's where I would be upset is if 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 you couldn't do it in the playoffs. But if a manager wants to bring in a pitcher and burn a pitcher for just nah. one batter, now he's going to manage the rest of his bullpen. So let me ask accordingly. you accordingly. If it just seems to be an artificial an artificial rule, you know where it's going to be. It. You know where it's going to be weird is in the eighth inning when you have two outs. And your start your starter goes seven and two thirds and then gets into trouble, and you bring in 
let's say the Red Sox last year. You go sale for seven and two thirds to get that last out in the yeah. inning. You bring in Barnes. I don't know. I don't know if it spans into the next inning. So if the that, inning that's ends, a good point though. I don't know that. So, I think I think it might be just in that inning. Interesting. So you don't bring somebody in. Basically, you don't bring somebody in just to get one out. Will you see more intentional walks just to get through three hitters to match up? Potentially, yeah. It's a good point. Yeah, that's a very that's a really good. Who question. asked that question? That was that was uh, Debbie. Wow, that was a very she, very good question. She taught you all you know about baseball. Very very good question. Um, I think it will a little bit. Well, you're also setting yourself up for uh, well, you know, it, so it depends so you bring on the situation. It, you bring in a lefty, and there's uh, you know, he gets a lefty out. And there's a righty, and then there's a righty. A you potentially walk him. Yeah, you could then set yourself up for disaster. Yeah, depends on how happen. good. Depends on how like if, if it's Josh Hader and how ridiculous he is against yeah. lefties. I don't think it matters to him, lefty or righty. No, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. But this probably puts a lot of guys out of out of the league now. You know, your lefty specialists, and I can't think of any that are in the league right now. But you know, you have them. Every every team has one. Red Sox didn't last year, but Fernando, a lot of teams have them. Fernando Abad. Yeah, that, those are the guys that are going to be obsolete. Yeah. Or Cause, cause Bobby you, you, Pointer. Yeah, you don't have that guy to come there's in no, and get yeah, a lefty there's not out. A huge, huge need for it anymore. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, and, te- and teams are going to start restructuring their their lineups the way they're put together. Um, More lefty righty flip flops. Yeah, uh, Terry Francona, John Farrell. They they were a big fan of alternating the lefties and righties. Dave Roberts. Well, Roberts just stacks. You know, righty pitcher. We're going, going I'm going all lefties. Might as well just start a righty and then bring in a lefty. Yeah. It so screw. I, I don't know. I don't, it just it's a contrived rule. I'm not crazy about it. Let's move on to the Celtics. Let's quickly try and talk about the Celtics <laughs> so we can get to our last our last segment so this podcast isn't two hours long. Um, they finish. We we talked about their West Coast trip last time. They finished it up with a loss. They come home and then yep. and then they win again, which which was troubling. The loss that they finished it up with. They played three really good games against really good opponents. Not the Lakers. Lakers suck. Lakers, yeah. Lakers good suck. point. But Lakers, Lakers beat them in the Garden. So. Yep. And then they just who they love Clippers? Clippers just drop a stinker. You know what I Clippers. call that? Uh, you know what I call it? We've accomplished what we needed to accomplish. Let's take a night off. Scheduled loss. Yeah, that's what I call it. Right. You spend two nights out in L.A. You don't. You, I mean, you're playing in the same. You play in the same arena two games in a row, but two nights apart. Yeah. Spend eh. a night hitting the clubs. Eh. Just not. It's a scheduled loss. The last game of your road trip of your West Coast road trip. Just a, it's just a scheduled loss. Just just a just a it's just a scheduled loss. That's that's all that that is for me. I'm not I'm not overly concerned. So, so when we asked the question last week, the Celtics wins on the West Coast trip. I said it was a big tease, and that was before they lost to the Clippers. Yeah, before they came home, they had a stinker against whoever they played earlier this week, and then today they blew a 25 point lead against the Hawks. Yeah, but they won. Yeah, they won. They, but they blew a 25 point lead. The NBA regular season? Oh, it's atrocious. It is so kind hard of to irrelevant. watch. It is so hard to watch. So I went I went to the game. They played Sacramento. Shows how much I was really paying attention. They played they played Sacramento. <laughs> and um, you had, Thursday uh, you night. tweeted out a nice picture from yep, the Sweet uh, Life. We were from in, the we're, suites. We were we were on the ninth I didn't even know the ninth floor had a suite, but there was a suite on the ninth floor. We were I mean, we were way, way up, but it was that a must great be the, view. the economy suites. Uh, I was it was for like a work thing. Yeah. But it was we were way, way up, and the view was it was great. I mean, you could see, no problem, see everything. And somehow, even though you're a floor up, it's still a better seat than the balcony. I don't, I mean, maybe it's because you have room and there's, you know, a bar right there and your own private bathroom and food's all catered for you. So maybe that has something to do with it. Thanks but for inviting me. I, I, 
It wasn't it wasn't my invitation to give. Um, but I had two thoughts when I was there. One, everybody wears joggers to the games, which is a very weird thing. It's basically you're wearing sweatpants to to a to an event. People wear sweatpants everywhere now. Yeah, I mean joggers unless, are like, unless you go to Walmart, then I mean, they're wearing pajama pants. I mean, I have them on now. I have a pair of joggers on right now, but like. I'm sitting here recording this podcast. Like, yeah. it, I'm not. I'm not out at it. Like, everyone. There was an astounding amount of sweatpants at these games. And and you look at pictures from like back in the '50s. No matter what sporting event it was, and people are you know men are sitting there with jackets and ties, and right. women are wearing dresses with pearls and a hat. It's like a big fancy. Yeah, thing. it's just society has changed. It's uh, that was my first thought. I was like, there are way too many people here in sweatpants. Like these, it's just weird. Secondly, Kyrie Irving is a moron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this doofus. So he apologized with the way that he handles the media. Whatever. I don't really believe him. You don't Chris, buy it? Chris wrote about it too. He doesn't yep. really believe him. I don't think anybody's buying it. I don't really he's just he's just trying to save face. It's too late. But he doesn't the thing it's is too late. he has to save face from like people who who aren't really Celtics fans because he just looks like a moron. Like to me he looks like a moron with how he just was just spouting off at the mouth and doesn't really know what he's what he's even saying and he's trying he just sounds stupid everybody there it was it was nuts normally you go to a game you go to a Red Sox game you see 50 you see 41 you see um, 16 you see um, like the Kimber 46 you see all kinds of numbers 46 you see all kinds of numbers to be. you see um, older players you see Ortiz jerseys Pedroia jerseys there's a bunch you, when I was at the Celtics game, I'm not even exaggerating. It was like 95 percent Kyrie Irving jerseys. That surprises me. Me too. It, it, you like, think it's, you still see a lot of birds and, and you tears still saw some birds. I didn't. I didn't see. I saw hardly saw any Garnets. I didn't see any Pierces, which is crazy to me. It was almost entirely Kyrie Irving and Jason Tatum. Almost entirely. Now I haven't been to a Celtics game in quite some time, but I, I kind of get the impression there's a lot of pink hats there. I don't see the diehard fan. If by pink hat you mean like, like the casual. It's an <sighs> it's you know, how do I say it's it's an event to go to the. How game. do I say this diplomatically? A lot of rich white people. <laughs> like th- that's that's what it is. It's it like it, it's it's it's. So they go out and buy the jersey that put, day. Let me put you know, it this: going to the game tonight, I got to buy this. Let jersey. me put it this way: there were a lot of people there in button downs with a jersey over them. <laughs> Horrible look. <laughs> that's yeah. That's not a good look. But there were also a lot of people there in joggers too. So yeah. I, I mean I. I don't know. I, I guess. Well, I just, let me I guess. The people know. in joggers probably weren't in the lower bowl. No, no, they. No, they, they, they were, were. They were very up, much were in the, the balcony, balcony. Very much you. in the balcony. No, I wasn't even in the balcony. Well, you I was above. You it. were up there. You yeah. were up there. I was even cheaper than the balcony. No, but um, yeah, it was all Kyrie Irving. The like, I went to the harp beforehand. The bar right across the street. People wearing jerseys in there, t-shirts, player tees. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. It was like, I wish I had kept track because it was honestly ninety-five percent. And this dude is talking himself out of this city. But, you know, I don't think the hardcore fan is the type that goes out and buys those jerseys. I think yeah. it's more the pink hats. Eh. I mean, it's just... <laughs> James, I'm wearing joggers currently, so it's... it's like, but that's different. <laughs> if you wear joggers, like, to this, like, that's fine. You can wear joggers in the Syndicave. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, but... <laughs> but to a game? I don't think I would ever do that. I don't know. Neither here nor there. But crazy. Maybe they thought they'd have a chance to play. You know, maybe they maybe they were wearing the full that, uniform, that, and awful. then they just want to rip the pants off. 
you know <laughs> that's honestly kind of what it looked like like they, it, they we were, need a point guard <laughs> from the stands and then rip the pants off <laughs> with their funky shoes because they can't match the team they have to be funky no, colors they probably so. be red Jalen Brown wore red sneakers today by the way um, everyone's doing you. it now Ky- I, yep. at the game I was at Kyrie Irving had black and yellow and someone that's close someone that I was with said hey Mike you should hate this guy because he's not wearing matching shoes so he listens thank you and and two <laughs> <laughs> two I was like yeah sure that like that doesn't match but the seats in the garden, black and gold. Who's matching the seats in the garden, at least? Why is that? Because the Bruins. The Bruins own the garden. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I understand why it happens. But that's, uh, that was my excuse. No, I don't hate Kyrie Irving. Come on. he's He's got black and gold on. He's matching the seats. He's smart. He's next level. That's, that's <laughs> black, the... black and gold is close enough for the Celtics uniform. They've got some gold in their uniform. They wear a black ish. jersey. Yeah, yeah. Close enough. Yeah, sure. Closer than red. Much closer than red. Yeah. Let's uh let's jump back. Let's let's try and uh, wrap this up. So we have um something we're calling the syndicate, which is just going to be yep. eight. It's it's a eight list of eight people that. Well, it's, it's it's a list. Of, we each get four, so we, it ends we've up. We've done being the syndicate eight. before. Yeah, but I think we screwed it up. We we mess <laughs> we mess things up. I think we did it backwards. But neither here nor there. Um, basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna give one player from each team, both of us, which equals eight players. Syndicate, funny use of words, and. It's going to be uh, players that you would bring back from the past to play in a winner-take-all game for their respective sports. Now, the asterisk, the caveat, the – I don't know what the right word is. The um, the kicker – that'll work – is it has to be in your lifetime. Oh, all right. I thought you were going somewhere else. No. Where were you going? Uh, I thought you were talking about the exemption I made for the Patriots. Oh, yeah, right. No Tom Brady. Okay. Um, that one's fine. I was going to get to that when we get to the Patriots. But, it, but for example, I never saw Larry Bird play, so I can't pick Larry Bird. I never saw um, Dwight Evans play. Mm-hmm. I can't pick Dwight Evans. I never saw Bill Russell play. So you can't pick Bill Russell. Right. Okay. So we will start with the Bruins. And you're looking at me. I am. So I want you to give me yours first. <laughs> I'll have to go with Bobby Orr. <sighs> okay. I n- I never saw and Bobby I have, Orr play. I have. I ne- you know to be honest with you, I never really did either. Well, then not you for just the broke your own rule. Not for the Bruins. But I just know what his reputation yeah. was. How we revolutionized the game. Yada so, yada yada. So that would have been my pick too, if our rules weren't set in place. Because, I mean, it's Bobby Orr. My second pick would be Patrice Bergeron which I can't pick You're either really because not he's bringing him back. because he's still playing. <laughs> so, well, I mean the caveat is it's the player in their prime. Right. Which is going to kill me to give my Bruins answer because I personally hate this player. Hate this player as a person. Think he's a whack job. But it has to be the 2011 Tim Thomas. Good answer. It has to be. Good answer. Tim, 2011 playoff Tim playoff Thomas. Playoff Tim Thomas. Yeah. It has to be. Because, yeah. I mean, if you can't score, you can't win. Right. And no, I mean, he's the reason they I won that cup. I believe there were two game seven, one nothing overtime wins that year. Nathan Horn, by the way, scored both goals, so that would have been a good one too. I believe. But Tim Thomas is my answer. I'm surprised you didn't go with Mark Savard. I would have loved to go with Mark Savard. But it pains me to even say his name. 
<laughs> you still <laughs> because, have his jersey. Because I, my favorite player of all time, Mark Savard. I know that. My favorite player of all time is Mark Savard. But Tim Thomas was the heart and soul of that playoff run, and it kills me to say that. But but he got you your only cup in the last 40-something yeah, years. Yeah, he did. So, so good answer. My, my answer good is answer. Tim Thomas. You know what's crazy is, before we get even further into this, is um, I was at one of Kel's friends' house today, and her uh, boyfriend and I were talking. And it just – we started talking about this topic, and we were just throwing names back and forth. And I, st- and I just stopped, and I was like, first of all, I'm giving away all my answers, so now he doesn't even have to listen to the podcast. But um, it just got – I was like, man, what a good – what a good topic. Like, what a, what a good conversation to have and just how you nailed it with this list. So, anyway. Thank you. And we want to throw it out to you on the chat, too. Oh, yeah, we of want course. want to hear of your course. answers. I, I can't go ahead and say that earlier. Um, throw us your answers, too. So, we've already done the Bruins. We're going to move on to the Celtics next. But throw us your Bruins and your Celtics. Um, player that you would bring back to for a winner-take-all game. Celtics, go. The obvious choice, Larry Bird. I never saw Larry Bird play, so I, I just Your loss. Can't. And go back and watch some of his YouTube highlights. They call him Larry Legend for a reason. The craziest thing I ever heard about Larry Bird was that he was telling some guy what he was going to do. Yeah. And then did it. And then did it. Like he, he had one game. I mean, he got bored one one game and said, I think I'm going to shoot all left-handed tonight. Put up 37 points. Did my, they, my favorite did they Larry. Yeah, they won. Okay. Kevin McHale scored 57 one night. Bird said to him, you should have gone for 60 because I'm going to break the record. The next game he went out and scored 60. That was the kind of player he was. Would run through a wall, Let me- dive on the floor to get a ball, just gritty nails, do whatever it takes to win. My favorite Larry Bird story, if you'll indulge me for a minute. Go ahead. Back when superstars used to do the slam dunk contest and the NBA three-point shooting contest. Yep. You know where I'm going? Nope. Bird walks into the... Locker room before the three-point contest looks at all the guys, and he says, so, which one of you guys is going to come in second place? He won. <laughs> do you think he was Do you think he was hated amongst the league or respected? I think mostly respected. I'm, I'm sure probably within, you know, on the floor he was hated because he was also a legendary trash talker. Mm-hmm. But not to the level of Kevin Garnett, I don't think. But, no, Bird would be my choice. My honorable mention, who you also never saw play and maybe ne- never even heard of, Dave Collins, no clue. That Another is. guy who would just do whatever it took to win. He was a six nine center. Is six that, nine is that undersized? Let me, let me say this politically correct. Six nine, six nine, Caucasian center. Oh, but so the guy was just guys. he. Well, uh, that's not the reason I'm way, going. Way to, go, way to go, Celtics. That's man. not the reason go. I'm going there. But I mean, he just played the game <laughs> with such intensity. He had a fire in his eyes when he played. One more question about Larry Bird. Yep. If he did not play for the Celtics, you would have hated him. Okay. That's all. I yep. That's all. That's. I mean, I again, I didn't see him play, so that's why I, I asked. If he played for the Pistons or the Lakers or something like that, he'd be public enemy number one, probably. My not s- not to the level that Brady is now. Outside, outside of, of New England, yeah, even, outside of New England, even kind of to me. But yeah, um, my Celtic is Kevin Garnett because I could have gone Pierce, but I feel like that's an easy answer. But I feel like Kevin Garnett was the Leader, both on and off the floor of that mm-hmm. 08 team. And another guy who would do anything to win. Right. Right. Yep. And, I mean, who doesn't love Kevin Garnett? So, what do you want, Patriots or Red Sox lot next? Uh, let's go with the Patriots. Now, we, we put a thing on this. No, uh, no I Brady. put a thing on it. No Brady. Because I figure, you know, whether you hate him or not, I think 
He's the obvious answer. You, you will say he is the greatest player in their franchise But he's history. still playing, so it's, he's out anyway. Well, Can't you bring could him take back. the 2007 Brady that threw for 50 touchdowns. Didn't win a Super Bowl. No, he didn't. <laughs> this one was extreme. Who's your pick? I want to hear yours first. This was extremely, extremely, extremely difficult for me to do. Because do you just pick the best player? Do you pick the best offensive player? Do you pick the best defensive player? Do you pick the most clutch player? Mm-hmm. Because all three of those are different answers in my lifetime. Do I go Randy Moss? Do I go Darrell Revis? Do I go Adam Vinatieri? Those are all good answers. Okay. My gut instinct says Adam Vinatieri because okay. of the clutch performances he gave in the playoffs. All right. But my answer is Randy Moss. Who's throwing the ball to Randy Moss? I don't care. See, that's the thing about a wide receiver. You could have the Dante, greatest wide receiver. Dante Culpepper threw the ball to Randy Moss. They went 15 He used one. to just chuck it up in the air and let Moss run under it. So? And they went 15 and 1, but they went fi- they didn't win the Super, Bowl. Win Super Bowl. No, 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 All but right. they went 15 and 1. So, but the Patriots didn't win a Super Patriots Bowl with went them 16 either. and 0. Yeah, didn't win a Super didn't Bowl. Didn't win a Super Bowl. But he still was the most dominant player in my lifetime that's not named Tom Brady. All right. I'm going to go with Ty Law. Ty Law <sighs> was a big game player, shutdown defender. Antoine Walker? Wait, what? Who said I that? I wasn't paying attention to the chat. So you have the game on the James. line. <laughs> you have their season on the line, and you want Antoine Walker doing his shimmy up and down the court? That's if, what you want? If you can get him out of the casino. Yeah, man. Interesting choice, James. James went with Vrabel for Vrabel. his Patriots pick. Not a bad pick. I mean, no, leadership good, role. Player. Leadership yep. role, definitely. Um, but Ty Law was yours? Yeah. Just because had, had some huge games, especially against Peyton Manning I in just, the playoffs. I Yeah. Yeah, got the interception uh, pick six against uh, the Rams. Yep, in their yep. first in their Super first Bowl Super win. Bowl. Yep. I mean, there, there isn't a lot to pick from for the Patriots. Prior to Brady, their best player was probably an Drew offensive Bledsoe. lineman, John Hanna. Drew Bledsoe. Uh, tall, right there. has a strong arm. Right there, Drew. right there, with yep. a cap on. Yep, very fittingly, baseball cap. Vinatieri should have a clipboard. Got another Vinatieri. Vinatieri. He was clutch. He was clutch, but if you're he. he uh, Football's the hardest one to choose. I, All right, so maybe he kicks the ball five times in the game, a winner-take-all game. It may not even come down to him. See, the, the issue with this is in a normal situation, there should have been a quarterback that played and retired. But basically, since I've been watching football, it's been yeah. Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady, and that's it. I haven't had any other choices. Ben and, Coates, another, another good one, James. And the most prominent position is quarterback. So, like, right. naturally, you'd go to the quarterback. Well, that's, that's why we get paid the big bucks to uh, dive deeper. Yeah. Put our thinking caps on. Red Sox. The obvious one, probably the same one you have, Pedro. So that's why I wanted you to go first because I wanted to see who you picked. So I okay. could, I had two ready to go. Okay. I, I have a honorable mention. Okay. But go ahead. Give me yours. Again, very, very difficult. My answer was going to be Pedro, but I figured that's the most obvious, so I didn't go with Pedro. I went with another pitcher, big game pitcher. Um, This might be my honorable mention. John Lester. Oh, interesting. No, not my honorable mention. John Lester would be – I mean, I know he's still playing in the league, but he's not on the Red Sox anymore. You think he's a big game pitcher? Yes. You didn't, really do. Didn't he win game four of uh, St. Louis and Colorado? No. At we, least no, Colorado. No, he wasn't even with the team for St. Louis. At least Colorado. It was yes, Colorado, was. but they had a 3 nothing lead. At least Colorado. He was nails. The dude survived cancer. Yeah. He was nails. I also would have said David Ortiz. Okay. Yeah. Another – Another big game player. Yep. Yep. Come through in the clutch. Yep. Shilling. Nope. Never. That's no. My... Never. Ever. Ever. No. 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 
So you want to know who my honorable mention is? Schilling? Schilling. No. The best big game pitcher okay. they have ever had. Let me put it to you this way. And he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Let me put it to you this way. I chose Tim Thomas as my Bruins player, and I hate, Same thing. hate, Same thing. hate Tim Thomas as a person. I think he's a terrible human, and I won't even consider Kurt Schilling. So that shows you how terrible of a person that man is. I wanted somebody to win the game. I don't care about his political beliefs or any of that crap. Who's going to win me that game? No. Nope. All right. Why, because he had a little blood in his sock? No. No. The guy was a big game pitcher. He was a big game pitcher with Arizona oh, before he came I to the Sox. I cannot stand Kurt Schilling. You don't I win can't. in 80. You don't win in uh, 84. You don't win in uh, 2004 without him. Bloody sock aside. I mean, the real answer is Pedro. Obviously, but, Pedro in his 99 Pedro. Yeah. Probably the best pitcher I ever saw. Yeah. That all-star game. Remember that? Remember that, that whole season? At, that whole season was Fenway, unbelievable. Like, yeah. put on a show. Yeah. Put on an absolute show. And then went on the DL for three weeks after Mo, that. James, have you been drinking? <laughs> Mo Vaughn. That used to be your favorite player, you know. I know. I, I know. hate to tell you I, that. I remember the little book. It's upstairs right yeah, now. That he I just found it. Interesting. Um, anything else? No. Nothing else. No. I think okay. we've hammered it. I think we have, too. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in on Twitch. Um, if you haven't jumped into the chat yet, you're kind of missing out. So um, if you listen to the podcast, you can watch us on twitch.tv slash the syndicate network. You can jump in with uh, with people in the chat and uh, criticize us, help us, critique us as we go along. Because um, I'm sure there are cases where you, yell, you talk back to us at your radio. And this is kind of your chance to do it in in real time. And so. answer some of the questions we can't answer, like who did this guy get traded to? That yeah, kind of stuff. Right, right. We need your help. It's like our it's like I always compare the chat kind of to um Tony Reale on Pardon yeah. the Interruption. What did we miss? Yeah. Uh, not Pardon the Interruption. Yeah, Pardon the yeah, Interruption. Yeah. What we miss, what we get wrong. Yep. The stuff we omitted. That's what the chat's for. And that's No, that's what James is for. Where well, the hell is he? Yeah, well, you know, we gotta we gotta <laughs> figure out what's uh what's what's best for us and and, okay. and James. Um but no, twitch.tv slash a syndicate network. Um we appreciate everybody who does tune in and joins in on the chat. And um we have articles, www.bostonsportssyndicate.com. Shout out to the writers again this week. They crushed it. They have been We for, have uh two, sometimes three articles per day. A lot of fantasy baseball stuff coming your way. I know everyone's gearing up for their season. We had uh our last podcast was actually a fantasy baseball special. Our website has had daily rankings i think for every position so um keep checking in for that don't forget if you want to go to an event a game concert you can use code b s s at seatgeek.com to save twenty dollars off of your first purchase and as always and on and on the website click on the links ah yes yes we had somebody do that we did recently so thank you to them whoever you are yep we did thank you for clicking the uh, fanatics link and uh purchasing yourself a nice red Sox hoodie Nice. Zip up, I believe. Um, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by IMCDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yeah. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place. So you baby face it. You work overnight and I'll be okay. I'm missing you back to back.